You're locked on to Hans Olsen and Scotty G. And it's time to kick off the show with a starting lineup. The two topics the guys are most passionate about. Presented by University of Utah Health. And now here's Hans Olsen, starter. The following scenarios, okay? Oklahoma beats Baylor and wins the Big 12. Utah beats Oregon and wins the Pac-12. And LSU takes care of business against Georgia. Who gets the fourth spot? Oklahoma's getting in. Because let's be honest, the country does not want to see Utah in the college football playoff. It's, I'm sorry. I mean, it's Utah. <laughs> so I got, I got news for you. Oklahoma ain't going to be any better. <laughs> well, they Oklahoma may not be any better, be any better, but they're going to look a lot better. Well, so th- that actually does bring up something you said in the meeting this morning. Yeah. That whoever gets in at four, you believe is just in for a beatdown. Whoever gets in at four, congratulations. You made the college football playoff. And you will have no impact on the playoff. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> we got a lot to break down here. Um, so Paul Feinbaum, I I don't know. So Scotty, kind of explain to me who he is because I I really don't have any idea who he is. Is he kind of a Stephen A. Smith, loud mouth, fire from the hip, try to be over the top, or is he an actual analyst? He is uh, a little bit of both, and I think he's more developed into the later or the latter over the last several years. But uh, Paul Weinbaum, while not nationally known until over the last several years, was just a wrecking crew in terms of radio in the South, um, especially when it came when it comes to SEC country and SEC football. I uh, had a syndicated radio show that was. Uh, in Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, uh, Georgia, that was where he kind of put together his radio program and was and currently is wildly successful with that radio show. Does a tremendous job uh, with that radio program, getting good ratings, and uh, eventually ESPN took notice of him. Uh, they brought him in when they kind of developed that SEC channel. So they brought him in. I believe that SEC Network uh, also televises his radio show. And, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, developed a nice little uh, SEC dynasty when it comes to uh, media down there in that part of the country. But it didn't really permeate out that much. That's why a lot of people back here really don't know much about him or who he is. But he is really highly thought of in terms of radio uh, the radio circles just based on the success that he was able to generate. Kind of had a kind of has a Jim Rome type of show where he's got he's really heavy reliant on callers, and then those callers end up becoming you know kind of like Howard Stern a little bit where he's got like four or five people that that uh, always call in and just have random uh, just crazy things to say. It's an entertaining radio show. No, I've listened to it many many times. It's an entertaining show. But make no mistake, he is an SEC honk. He is all SEC. He is unapologetic about it, and he will uh, dismiss everybody out there in the country that does not have SEC next to their name. Has a book. Well, has a book that he wrote, by the way, that's called "My Conference Is Better Than Yours." Oh. What is is does he have a particular beef with Utah, or is it beef with the Pac-12, or is it just because he 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 said, oh Oklahoma, Utah, who wants to see them? Well, Oklahoma's not SEC. So. Well, no, that, it's a are you recognizable? Do I know who you are? Uh, are you part of the you know are you part of the lexicon of college football for decade after decade after decade? He's all about he's the populist. He's like, look. 
if I don't know who you are and I your games are on eight th- or come on at ten thirty Eastern time and I don't recognize you or you're not familiar to me, then you're nothing. You you mean absolutely nothing to me. If if your and conference if your conference president or your conference commissioner puts you on a Pac twelve network instead of giving you up for one of the bigger networks, then I have no idea who you are. Or or I I don't care. Like it's really strange to hear those comments. I, uh, I, I, I would expect a guy like him to at least put some time into watching Utah football, and instead of being worried about, well, nobody wants to see Utah, have some comments in regards to their playing style and just say, yeah. you know, I, I just don't think that this style or this area can keep up with this level because you know as as i'm trying to break down the four best teams in the country i've put quite a bit of time into oklahoma film uh i've put a lot of time into lsu film i've probably seen lsu the most out of lsu oklahoma ohio state clemson and utah and then clemson i'd say probably the second most ohio state third and i've been trying to watch oklahoma to catch up with it just to try to understand who utah's in a battle with for that fourth and final position and there's just no way that you can make an argument against utah legitimately being one of the four best teams and it doesn't matter who people want to see i just want to see the best four teams yeah yeah give me the, give me the teams that are going to have the best chance and i think that utah will have a better chance against ohio state in the opening round than oklahoma would have against ohio state and yeah. I think film and numbers, and I even think uh, opponents in, you know, you take a look at the one loss that each has, you probably a pretty solid indicator that USC game is a better loss, like Mike Huguenin said yesterday. But go and watch the film and, and understand this. And then the other thing I'd ask Paul is go back to 2008, because I think all of us going into that 2008 Utah-Alabama game in the in the um, Sugar, Bowl. Um, Sugar Bowl, I think all of us thought that Alabama was probably going to take care of business. Like, well, at least I, I felt like, geez, man, yep. this Alabama team is – they are loaded with NFL talent, and, and they were already rolling at that point, and Saban was already rolling, and we knew what their bowl record was. And I remember being in New Orleans for that Sugar Bowl and sitting at a poker table down at Harris with a bunch of Alabama fans, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I was just sitting there keeping my mouth quiet, and I was listening to those guys go back and forth, and, man, this is embarrassing. Can't believe we even have to play these guys, and uh, this is going to be a wreck and probably a waste of our money. We probably shouldn't have made the trip down here. It's going to... And I think that national pundits thought it. I thought that Alabama had the edge. And look what Whittingham did with that Utah team. And look what Andy Ludwig did with that Utah offense in preparation against that Alabama defense. Paul Feinbaum, what did you think in that moment? Did you think that they weren't capable? Did you think that they shouldn't have had a game like that and or a moment or be given a stage like that? Because... This is a better team than that was, and I think Whittingham and Ludwig are more refined and more prepared to put together a game plan against Ohio State than they were to put one against Alabama back then. So, I don't know. There's just so many arguments that you can make against the the comments that he made. 
Well, and and the other thing too, just to go back to uh, you know who he is, I, I guarantee you, if the if USC had the exact resume, and I know Utah lost to USC, but you know had a one loss team, and and uh, USC had this outside of outside of that had the same exact resume of Utah, he wouldn't have said that about USC because he knows USC. And he knows the history of USC. He wouldn't have said that about USC. He's saying it about Utah because he doesn't know anything about Utah. And I'm sure that 2008 game has been long since forgotten and uh, put away and not even not even thought of by him. It's just look. There's a certain level of arrogance, and we all get we all, you know, it happens to the best of us. I mean, I remember when BYU was playing Toledo, and I rolled my eyes at that game, and Will Snow kept saying, "Hey, dude, I've seen this team, and they've got a little bit of talent. They can create problems." And I'm like, "They're Toledo. It's not going to be a problem." And what happens? Toledo goes out and beats BYU. Like we all, we all fall, uh, we we all fall susceptible of it from time to time. But here's the thing: you're not talking about a BYU Toledo game. You're talking about a college football playoff. This is a top five team in the college football playoff rankings. You need to do your homework. And and frankly, and I tweeted this out earlier today. I'm more. I mean. He is what he is. He's like Skip Bayless. He's like Stephen A. Smith. Like he's just going to run his mouth to get a reaction. And everything that he's getting today has been. This is what he wants. Like he wants people to talk about him. He wants people to talk about how ignorant he is. Because if Utah beats, gets in there, and then Utah wins a game, he wants people on him uh, and viewers on him to see what he's going to say in response to it. Like this is it's it's all part of a game to a certain extent. The one thing that really disappointed me was David Pollock who was right there next to him. Now, David Pollack played the game, uh, and, and, I, and I hold guys who actually played the game at a really high level up to a higher standard when it comes to game evaluation and team evaluation and player evaluation because they know those things better than the average person. And for him to say, it doesn't matter who gets in at four because they're going to get dump trucked by Ohio State, I don't think that's the case. Like, I'm not saying Utah beats Ohio State, but I don't think they get dump trucked by Ohio State. Not nope. in any way, shape, or form with the strengths that Utah brings to the table. Nope. Nope. That'd be a game. That would be a game. And, and I, I know that Utah's got business to take care of. They've got to stay focused, and they've got to find a way to beat this Oregon team. And we'll talk at great length about this Oregon team at 110 with, with their insider that you mentioned earlier, Scotty. And we'll go into the numbers, and, and we'll look at why Oregon for a while held that position in rankings above Utah. And I think a lot of it had to do with what Paul Feinbaum just said. It's just the notoriety of the team. You know, it's, it's what people know about it. But Utah's got to take care of business. But at the same time, <clears throat> I expect the same thing from a football analyst, a guy that should sit down, watch the videos, watch the, watch the trenches, and he, there, there are indicators in that film that'll show him that this trench could keep pace with any trench, and that these specialty players can keep pace with any specialty players. So, it's just frustrating to me that he let that go, and that Greeny didn't say a word, and that they kind of laughed it off. And it's like, man, you guys, I, I'm at this point now. It's like they kind of push you into a corner of wanting Utah to win to put egg on their face because I know I kinda, right yeah I kind of feel like that's an attack on on the state too like well, well, nobody it, wants it, to it, see bring, Utah I, I love the fact you brought that up because I've been around uh I've been around uh you know Utah State players over the last uh, day or so and and we've seen some of these comments and some of the things come out and some of these you know even like uh you know I was 
Sam Merrill uh, was next to him, and he's like, yeah, he can't say that. Yeah. Like, like everybody's <laughs> offended by it. Like, everybody's ticked off. They're like, hey. And I think it's kind of all in a weird way, and I don't know BYU fans may think differently, but I think it's almost unifying the state to a certain extent. Like, hey, 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 we can rip on each other, but you can't. Like, maybe back off there a little bit, big fella. But, you know, the, the, the thing is, and I think this it, it goes to kind of a bigger sense. Like, remember, this is the same guy who said – you can't you, you can't trust the uh, the director of the college football playoff because he's the Oregon AD. So when Oregon was was leaning in that direction, remember he was attacking the Oregon guy, saying, "Look, I don't trust him. He's not trustworthy. Uh, you know, I know he's supposed to leave the room, but you can't trust him." Like yeah. like Pi- Paul Feinbaum's been li- laying the groundwork on this for a long time. He attacked yeah, he the Oregon AD. And now he's attacking Utah and their national perception. Like it's a full fledged attack on the Pac-12 and saying we you cannot put that for you cannot have that fourth spot going to a Pac-12 team because they don't deserve it. We need that other team to be Georgia if they lose even if they lose to LSU or even Alabama like he desperately wants two teams out of the SEC. The guy's got an agenda, he knows what he wants and if it, and he is going full-fledged assault on anybody that's going to keep two teams from the SEC getting in. This actually makes me feel ridiculous even playing his comments and, and giving him any type of light because it, we know exactly what it is, you know, and it's a terrible national take. It's it's a guy that's desperate for more SEC attention. It, it's a guy that obviously despises the Pac-12 when he's attacking a, a Pac-12 official or he's attacking an Oregon official or administrator or he's letting Utah down by saying, well, nobody wants to see Utah. Just It sounds like his his take is completely irrelevant. And again, I don't know Feinbaum. <clears throat> you know, I know Stephen A. Smith. I, I know um, who was his old partner that's a loudmouth. I know some of these national guys. I just don't. Skip I don't, Bayless. Skip Bayless. I don't take the, any of anything that they say into account it's just so i i I wanted to mention it because it has been all over social media and i know utah fans are upset it was on espn and it's sad that they would put a guy like on that like that on that would just blow up utah 